right, we're live and cooking. Cooking with grease, as they say. <laughs> yeah, we're back on. We're back on. So, um, yeah. I guess the topic for, for today that uh, you know that came up that we've both been thinking about is ecosystems, ecosystems, ecosystems. So, I guess the first question with this is, what is even an ecosystem? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like when people say ecosystem, what is it? Mm-hmm. Um, and from that standpoint, uh, what is it supposed to actually produce or? Uh, what are the ingredients that go into forming an ecosystem, so on and so forth. So today we're going to try and unpack a little bit of, of that. Uh, there'll be questions and hopefully maybe some some uh, some some ideas and maybe some answers. But um, yeah, I mean, that's ecosystem's a topic today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so to kind of get us started, so um, personally I feel like this is a very uh, important subject for me in terms of... Being someone who's been educated in Kenya, started a business in Kenya, and, you know, trying to figure out how startups work, having a local founder sort of ecosystem is a very important thing to kind of get you to start. Like, like you know, you need, you need that support system to kind of get you there. Right. So how do I get access to people who've, you know, kind of done the things what I want to do? do. Right. Exactly. Right. So, yeah, I think that's, that for me, I want to see how we can unpack this and see how to... How to get that local ecosystem going? Going, yeah. Right. So a couple of things that just words that just jumped out right yeah. off the bat is support, exactly, and access mm-hmm. to people who've been there and that. So it's 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 people information. Um, I guess those are kind of the first few things that form an ecosystem, yeah. right? It's it's people and information and and support, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so when you think about that and say, okay, so in Silicon Savannah, where and and so where would you where would you find people that can support you that have information like if you're a local founder right now right where would you find these people where where where, where does it exist the right? dilemma right? <laughs> okay I, I do you have know. any ideas no idea man because i'm trying to think where i'd go and you know it's like a big uh, unless it's a tech event that yeah, right. unless it's a tech event that doesn't exist. So, so let's think about where people congregate around yeah. around the the startup ecosystem. So there's events, okay. uh, there is uh, the co working spaces, right? Yeah. Uh, and then there's all these pitch. I guess that pitch contests fall under events. events right? yeah. So let's let's see if we can separate those separate elements and okay. places. So events, co working spaces, incubators. I think that's about it. That's pretty much it, yeah. right? Um, and maybe startups themselves, companies. Okay, yeah. I mean, those should actually be centrally important places that form uh, critical pieces of the of, of the ecosystem, right? Yeah. Because that is where the knowledge is being, you know, developed. That is where skills are being gained. Mm-hmm. That is where relationships are being formed. Um, and so, yeah, that's a, that's another venue where uh, the people. Uh, the and the, and the support and all that those other things can congregate. Exactly. Um, so yeah. So when, so as as a as a local founder, um, you you think about you're trying to start something. Um, you can go to an event, a, co- a conference, and, and things of, of that nature. Yeah. Those things take a lot of people's time. Times, yeah. Right. And they cost so money much, sometimes. And there's so much going on. Like it's not. 
there's there's a difference between you know that sort of formal setting. Everyone is trying to get something out yes, of everyone. It's yes. just a very awkward situation for everyone. It's all organic, it's, right? Yeah. It's 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 a manufactured it's, environment. Exactly. People are kind of cagey. Yeah, and, everyone is just being like <laughs> every, business every card conversation is a pitch. Uh, yeah. yeah. So there's just too much pressure for yeah, exactly. for the human thing. For human beings, just need. A, a very relaxed kind of like a natural exactly. environment for us to be ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I don't think events and conferences allow for that. <laughs> Especially if you're a, you know, um, if you're an emerging founder, uh, yeah. you know, for experienced business people, mm-hmm. that's kind of, it can be a domain where they've learned to, to operate in. Mm-hmm. But it's not a natural environment for people, like you said. Everybody's yeah. got a pitch, everybody's got an angle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and I, I would be, I would ask anybody who have been to these events, how many of them have been as productive as you had hoped they would be? <laughs> you're like, yeah, man, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to meet all these people. Yeah. And this, man, after the first day, you're like, shoot, I need to, I need to take a nap. I'm tired. <laughs> it's actually mentally draining. You know, it's, it it's actually mentally. a thing. Yeah. Like, after you've done, you do a two-day straight kind of conferencing thing. Right, right. Yeah, after day three, man, you can't, you can't do it again. You're just like, I don't, want, I don't want to see someone for a few days. Yeah, so, <laughs> so none of it, what, I think what we're... The conclusion there is events are not optimal yeah. for uh, for people who are trying to start a company, right? Mm-hmm. You can only go for so many of them. The other thing too, it takes you, you know, the, the conventional wisdom is just common sense tells you how many, you should be busy building your business. Mm-hmm. That's where you should be putting your energy and your time exactly. as opposed to actually, you know, conferencing your life away because those things make you feel like you're being busy, <laughs> but like you're not being productive. Okay. That's the reality. Yeah. So, so, okay, fine. They're, 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 they are necessary evil, mm-hmm. right? Um, and they have a useful function that mm-hmm. they provide because you know it's, it brings different people together. But you, you they, they can, from an entrepreneur standpoint, they own they only go so far in terms of getting access to quote unquote the resources you need from an ecosystem. Exactly, people uh, support, mm-hmm. but it still doesn't complete the picture of that of it's that relationship. It's yeah. not a place where you can build a relationship because the relationships are very, very are critically important exactly. to, to actually. Uh, to actually getting information and, and leveraging a, 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 an ecosystem and, and, and the networks. Um, so the other the other element of that is the incubators and, and the hubs, right? So what are your thoughts on, on those as, as... You know, so this is my personal opinion, but I think they're effective for the people who know about them and the people who have sort of access to them because most of them involve you paying, there's that. So, and then, you know, they're all located in specific areas. So how, for someone who's uh, maybe probably on thicker road, how, what's your access to them? How, what's your knowledge? Do you even know they exist? And they're quite a number and it's, and you know, it's, it's also a very weird setting if you don't know anyone. So it can be intimidating. Yeah. It can be quite intimidating at the the same time. So it has worked for some people, but then I feel like, you know, it still goes back to the same conversation of, of how, how warm is it as a start? Yeah. Yeah, For lack of a better word. And then let's, let's be real. I mean, most people who live, most Kenyans Mm -hmm. are not Westernized. Right, so these these spaces are very westernized. They're very westernized. So if you're uh, just a local kind of guy who a girl who just went to school in a lo- there's there's some kind of intimidation just from a um, what's the word? Maybe even a cultural kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got an accent, and everybody's got this kind of you know <laughs> they've got a they're moving with a certain kind of and stories of you know travels and escapes. You know, it's, it's like, dude, man, like, if you're yeah, a local, you know. On. If you're a local Jama, it's like, yo, man, I can't, like, 
This is a lot. Yeah, it's, it's, you, you, yeah. you just feel intimidated. Yeah. And so the fact of the matter is 90% of the people who live in Nairobi, I would have to say, mm-hmm. are not people who have spent a lot of time in the Western part yeah. of the world. So guess what? We are, those incubators and those, um, maybe not incubators, but those, those co-working spaces and those hubs mm-hmm. tend to skew very much in this direction of Westernized, mm-hmm. you know, locals and, and, and expats and people of that nature. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of congregate around those things. So my question is this, are those the people who are going to build all the startups that we need in this, in this uh, part of the world? Exactly. Right? Yeah. So we have to say, okay, wait, how are we going to accommodate this? The culture is, is everything. People, you can never, disc- people, people know it inherently yeah. and maybe they ignore it because, you know, if you are, if you are, if you are in the in crowd, you're in the in crowd. You don't you're have to worry about it. Yeah, exactly. Right? But the, the fact of the matter is 90% of the talent prospective talent is not being accommodated or doesn't feel like they're welcome in this space or feel like it's a place where they can easily kind of move in yo that becomes a problem we're cutting a significant part of the um of the talent pool of the Mm -hmm. potential Mm -hmm. and we're limiting um the outcomes that will come out no wonder we are where we are right and if you look at the numbers Who's actually building these companies, right? Who's very actually? Clear. It's very clear. Very clear. Um, so yeah. So I guess we. What's the What's the thing there? I guess we need to find a way to actually in, in, incorporate an environment where just local folks who don't have that Western feng shui or whatever you want to call it, or that sheen or gloss or whatever, <laughs> can feel like yeah, I can come up in here and be part of this. Yeah, I'm, be, I'm good. Be part of something. Yeah. And meet, yeah. You know, Open up. Yeah, like, just exactly. feel welcome. Yeah. Right. So I guess. It's so interesting. I mean, I, <laughs> I spent my career in Silicon Valley, and this was a thing. As a person of color, as a black person, mm-hmm. yo, man, all the companies I ever worked at, many times I was the only black person, wow. and African for that matter, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's changed over maybe the last three years. It's kind of changing slowly because this thing has become a movement, right? And, you know, uh, tech companies in the Bay Area are kind of like being under pressure to actually diversify. Yeah. But man, for a long time, I was the only dude, right? I was the only dude in those, pla- in those places. And, you know, it's, it's hard because the fact of the matter is uh, you're a human being who just has a certain kind of way that you, that is natural for you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you, you go into these spaces and you have to adjust to accommodate that space. So you have to create this new software of interaction. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's hard. And so at some point in my life, especially in my last few years, I got tired of that stuff. So I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to be me. And I found myself just kind of not necessarily, just not, intera- not, not, not forcing interactions. Yeah. Like I was just doing my job. And the problem with that is it kind of made people say, oh, you're kind of like, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not open to interact with that. But at some point you just get tired of that. So to bring it back to the point is, you know, you've got all, a lot of these uh, young local people who uh, who just feel like, oh, man, I have to go here and be something else. That's just too hard. And also be an, uh, try and found a company and build new relationships. That's just too hard. <laughs> and you know, actually, what Mark said just reminded me, if you get time, you can check out uh, TEDx Youth at Parklands. There's a, there's a talk by CCA, Coach Cecilia Johnny. It's called How to Lead Authentically. And she was talking about how 
when you're going into networking situations, the reason it becomes such a pain is because you're trying to be someone else. The minute you have, you can just be yourself and pretty no. much, yeah, like it's actually the easiest thing that will ever happen for you. you. Should listen to that talk. I think that for me was just so mind blowing because you're saying, you know, you should be so authentic to the point that every person who who you know, if all your friends are congregated in a room, they'll be like, yep, that's the CC I know. Right. Like, it's not it's not like you have split personalities where you go. You, can keep, you can't keep track the of overhead, that. The mental you, overhead of that is just too Yeah, you, you can't keep track of that. It's crazy. On days like that, that, no wonder maybe conferences are so exhausting. Exactly. Because you're running this program that's not natural. Mm-hmm. So you get home, you're like, ah, I yeah, need to take a nap. Because you have to, before you speak, you have to think like 50 times about, okay, am I saying the right thing? Am I saying the right thing? Is this, just, yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. So Exactly. So I guess what we're saying is these spaces do not accommodate anybody. Exactly. And that is creating a a crimp on the hourglass of of potential because some of the most talented entrepreneurs are not in the kind of ecosystem that is visible. Mm -hmm. And I actually wrote a a blog about this um, uh, about a couple of months ago. But now, what's the next thing? So, So now that we've talked a little bit about how the naturalness of people is important for them, the authenticity that you show up in a place, mm-hmm. and how human beings form relationships, and how they make connections, and how they express themselves. They need to actually feel that freedom and that welcoming kind of environment. Exactly. And these, the, 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 the co-working spaces are westernized kind of uh, ethos, if you will, or at least culturally speaking, that's, that's, what, that's who's there, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and so it's, it's, it's kind of keeping everybody else who's not like that out. So that is a, so let's let's take this further and say okay so where is a place where people feel where where is the next most outside these kind of uh, workplaces and conferences there are other com- places where people congregate right exactly. in a much more kind of organic natural humane way yeah. right because these are kind of places where you go to do very specific things that you're not letting your hair down so to speak for those of us who have hair <laughs> but <laughs> Even, even, the, even the references we're using us are not even know, African know, references. It's so crazy. Yeah, man, we are so... We need help. We yeah. need, we need, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. So, if, if, so let's, let's go to the more kind of like chill, chill spots where yeah. people go, you know, congregate around food, drink, music. Because mm-hmm. those, exactly. those are very... Those are That's important. where networks are built. Yeah. That's where relationships are yeah. built. That's exactly. where people kind of really kind of add themselves. Yeah, right? exactly. um, so, yeah, where, where are these... Types of spots for in your experience in in around, and so maybe you can refer yeah. you can relate to maybe your JK Watt days. I, I college is a little bit different, but yeah. still you can you can give some references. Oh, you know we used to kind of hang out at these spots, eating places, bars. You know that, that's the issue. Engineering again, students, I don't there's, know. There's no like you know central place you can chill. It's very on a college. I don't want to say clicky, but then it's very dependent on who you know, who brings you to a place. And there's no, like, open space that's just, like, common knowledge But that's fine. Everyone. I mean, yeah. and, and, and that's how human beings... Yeah. But, I, but I'm just trying to get a sense, maybe, was there an engineering student's... Yeah. Okay, there was thing? a... Not really. Not, not really. really. It was just a... Okay, so... It was, just, it was very dependent on your networks. Okay. Yeah, and, okay. you know, I'm this entrepreneur, I know this guy, who knows this guy, who knows this guy, and you, it's just... It was very organic right. in how it happened. Right, right. Yeah. So you could not, you cannot point pinpoint mm. one kind of like a Nyamachoma place where or bar where. Not in my experience. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, when I when I think about my experience back in um, in, in San Francisco, 
there were definitely San Francisco is a very kind of like a, a concentrated place to begin with, so it's almost like a big melt, you know, like a big network. But still, even with that, you still can get lost. You can actually exist in that world and never meet people who are in the tech ecosystem, right? Like in the tech companies, you can you can just be moving in the streets. But so where you need to kind of go to like. Um, like bars or eating places. Yeah. But then, to your point, you also also have to be in the network. So maybe you need to actually be in a company yeah. and be exposed to some people. So that's how those networks develop. Yeah. Right? Um, so in, in, in Nairobi, the one place I've seen where people, where there's a, there's, there's a high concentration mm-hmm. of startup people is Jay's Kitchen. And I'll even add to you as the alchemist. And the alchemist, because of the same people at the end of the day. They, they actually, I won't lie, they, I love the alchemist. I'm probably there ever so often. And it's, it's actually a thing. Like that's people in the, you know, NGO world and kind of mm-hmm. startups. That's, mm-hmm. that's your place. That, those are the spots. Yeah. Again, how many local homegrown JKU art <laughs> graduates no, but- have you seen at the alchemist? No. Now, you have to have gone to an international school. You have to have, you know, you are a certain type of person. Exactly. Basically, you left the, the co-working space, the, the, the mm-hmm. hub, and went to the alchemist yeah. to hang out afterwards. Yeah. So it's the same networks of people. Exactly. Um, no wonder you're seeing the results that we're seeing in our ecosystem. Because it doesn't exist. Because actually, you've asked me something and I'm thinking, I've honestly never run into anyone I know. And the people That's I amazing. know are in the network so it doesn't really count right they're a very specific type of person so, so when you say people you know lot. what do you mean because you know you know multiple different types of people yeah yeah so true okay for lack of better explanation so there are people i went to school with you know in jake what you're exposed to all kinds of people mm. and then there are people their networks are built through friends and the type of work i've done and getting to travel a bit and you know there's there's also so you crossed over to this to the west west to the, you know, you, what are we gonna call this network <laughs> Right. And you and you see that's 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 the issue because for me it's like I always kind of had access to both sides. Right. I, I think I've told right. you this before. Like I've always been like like dual citizen. Yeah. <laughs> because for the type of work I love doing, I'll always be on on one side, and then like through my bringing maybe networks, I'm always on another side. So, so maybe it's... maybe unpack a little bit so give people some context yeah, in terms yeah. of okay. the work you love doing. Just give some people. Some oh yeah, people. so ideally, I, I was talking to Mark about this a while back, and I was t- telling him how. So we love volu- we loved volunteering from the longest time, and then we started an NGO called Volunteers for Kenya, which works with you know very needy communities, and that opened my eyes to you know th- there's two sides of Nairobi, actually not three, there's two very clear sides of Nairobi, that they have nots and they haves very clearly, and and once you open your eyes to that, you can't stop seeing it mm-hmm. because. It's just a bunch of people who have all this education, we went to national schools, we get to travel, we yep. you know, certain clubs in school and everything, and you have access to all these things. Mm-hmm. And then the privileged class. Yeah. Mm. And that's you know people will go like, Oh, the guys who are richer than others, but it's I think it's, it's just a certain level of mid class. You cross a threshold, you're good. You're in this class. Exactly. In this group. Yeah. And then there's another set of Kenyans, which is actually the majority, guys who have to think about every day. You're in the same class with someone who doesn't know how to pay fees and you know the fees is, is literally like I don't say $200 and that's a problem for them. And, you know, it's just kind of seeing both sides of the world and working with people who are even, you know, you know, guys dropping out of school by the time they're 16 because they can't afford to go to school and, you know, kind of seeing both sides, it, it opens your mind. But, but to... you think there's even a, a, there's a, there's even a much, there's, a, there's even a different group here. Yeah. 
which is the people who you went to JQ at, for example, yeah. right? Who may not feel comfortable approaching this other group of people who have crossed and the it's, threshold. It's, it's, it's because they may not necessarily have they may not necessarily have hardcore spoofies problems, mm-hmm. but they didn't have it easy. Mm-hmm. But they have still managed to go through that. Describe that group, right? That's the one I'm interested in. Because I think Because for me it's, I just say it is cultural because Okay, so I, I, I remember writing a piece about um, defining my Africanness because, you know, that's what does it mean to be Kenyan? What is our Kenyan culture? Because if we understood what our Kenyan culture is, then this would, this would be a very easy thing. So it's, it, there's this assumption mm. that if you're Western, it, Western is better than Kenyan ah, culture. Ah, yeah, yeah. So, so everybody, that's, that's it's an exactly aspirational it. thing. It's a yeah. status thing. So, yeah. So, so. ideally, because mm. now if I was to sit somewhere and start talking Shang and whatever, everyone's like, hey. Who's this? Like that's like a different. You know what's funny? Kind of guy. Every every single time I bust out my shank, people are like, "What? Oops!" <laughs> <laughs> and you see, and that's and that's the thing because I'm trying to think of the entrepreneurs. I know, like, you don't have to switch it up to you know when you're in a certain situation, kind of switch it up to you to your western side and yeah, like why can't I just be me? Speak how I speak, post how I post, and you know still have the opportunity and the and access to some of these networks right, and you know right. so how that's so yeah, I mean that's an interesting one. It, it seems like doing a startup, you have to be westernized. That, is, I, that sounds like you have to be a westernized kind of mentality. All, that All the, the language, specific events, language spaces, people, networks. It's a western co- it's a western context, right? It's a very and, and that's what I, I it wrote locks about out a bunch of people. Sorry? It locks out a it, it locks out it locks out the whole yeah, at least 90% of the population I would say easily, right? And I'm just throwing that number out there, but I, I think that's that's what it is, right? Yeah, um, crazy. the western cohort group of people is a is a minority significantly. Mm-hmm. And 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 so Anyway, so that's where the, the Chiniamaji article uh, that, I, that I wrote about, it still comes back to that, right? Um, you have people who are busy, Chiniamaji, underwater, building their businesses, and this space is not something that they, want, they even know about, maybe, or even would like to be part of. Yeah. So they are solving their own problems in an isolated fashion. Mm-hmm. And that is, that is putting a crimp on the hourglass, right, uh, of... of, of, of of the potential of our tech ecosystem. And I'm saying tech ecosystem because now that broadens it to kind of just anybody who's doing something with technology, mm-hmm. right? So, and then there's many people out here and I've, I've, I've met a bunch of them, right? And I'm, we're working with a bunch of them right now, helping them yeah, actually amazing. develop those, 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 those skills and those uh, bridge the, 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 the knowledge gap between where they are and where they need to be, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, so, yeah, I think... And, yeah, to add on to that, I think, for me, I see it as... These are the best people to kind of build solutions. Because think of a situation where someone is building a solution for a matatu. It makes sense if you've pretty much been in a matatu for 25 years of your life. You know exactly what you need to get rid of. You can think of a million loopholes. You can think of, right. you know, as opposed to someone who knows, well, matatus move around Nairobi. This but is I've never problem. been in one. <laughs> taken one as an experiment, <laughs> talk to one driver as an experiment, you know. It's, right. it and, I work at, and I work at Google, so... Yeah, it, it, yeah exactly. It so I should know mean, everything about everything. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't Whatever. mean they can't find... They can't pretty much build a solution. My question is, I think... Do they even... Will they even recognize a problem? Because you see, mm-hmm. build, solutions <laughs> are a response to a problem. Yeah. So if you don't live in... The, if you live in a very sequestered part of society, mm-hmm. right, you'll only see a very narrow band of problems. The majority of the problems that exist mm-hmm. are just going to be outside your purview. You're exactly. just not going to be exposed to them. So we have, 
for all intents and purposes, with that, if that's true, then we are solving the people who are the startups that are, exist today are solving a very narrow band of problems. And these are the ones who who are in the visible ecosystem or who are kind of, you know, who are in the ecosystem. And it's important because they're the ones who have access to to all the support um, infrastructure that comes with being in there. Because when you go to Jay's Kitchen and you are hanging out with this other founder who was able to raise money from this other fund and mm-hmm. has this other VC over there who's flown in from, God, you know, and, and they're looking for places to put money... Mm-hmm. Right, so yeah. that's where the concentration, the energy, the resources, the capital, everything is kind of concentrated at where mm-hmm. Jay's kitchen. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's how you're having all these results. But you've got your JK, you are people who you went to school with. They're not at they're not at Jay's kitchen. They're living. We know where they live, right? Yeah. And that's gonna be our secret because yeah. that's what, what that's what we're gonna take. That's, that's what we're gonna take advantage of. Yeah. And so so none of it is our ecosystem is 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 um gosh it's. It's for all intents and purposes being choked, mm-hmm. or at least the talent is being choked. Not a, it's, it's not inclusive. Exactly. Oh, that's it. That's it's exclusive. That's exactly. Right. It's yeah. an exclusive ecosystem. Majority of the people who have the talent, technical people who can see the problems, are just not participating. Yeah, and that's exactly it. Because I'm thinking, yeah, I keep saying you can't really effectively build problem uh, solutions for. For communities you don't understand. You don't understand. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Because it's not your problem. Yeah. Right. And it's Africans, African problems, African solutions by Africans. That's it. That's <laughs> Scholar spirit. I, um, yeah, no, I mean, I, listen. I think I think that people here who are, who are, who are building cool things, yeah. right? And and I, I, I'm an open kind of kimono person. Embrace everybody. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But at the end of the day, let's not uh, let's not let that reality uh, basically uh, by its existence block everything else because when something exists generally it occupies space Mm -hmm. and it has a certain kind of like for one of a better term way of being in the world or energy Mm -hmm. by its nature it means something else might have to create room for it Mm -hmm. okay so we have to figure out how can we have how can both worlds exist right how can the western people Mm -hmm. right westernized people which are kenyans as right in there right um (laughs) You know, not uh, take all the air out of the room and occupy all the, the, the and be the ones that that are quote unquote the ecosystem. How do we embrace? How do we create a more inclusive ecosystem, ecosystem exactly. that that t- caters to ninety percent of the people, mm-hmm. right? Who actually will solve ninety percent of the problems? Yeah, and it's all about leveling that playing field. It's more of how do you ensure that the opportunities that all these other guys are getting kind of trickle down. We have some ideas about how we're going to do this. Yeah, um, and you know, uh, yeah. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm excited also about what, excited. what we've got. We, what we got planned. So it's not just about talking about it. It's about yeah. actually we we putting t- actively, uh, yeah. actively pursuing how to solve it. Right? Yeah, exactly, uh, and. And I think for me, it's excitement I see every time we're talking to a new entrepreneur and, you know, they, they're, they're a typical Chinia Magic guy and you tell them about the program and you tell, like, you're explaining and then you just see that light and they're like, where do I sign? Where do I sign? And where do, and where do I get started? every time, every time, every time. And I'm like, yeah, this... and We're on track. Yeah, we're on track. Yeah. And this small group of people... These are the guys. Right. These are the guys who kind of, you know, catalyze that new local founder sort of right. ecosystem. Right. Right. Yeah, and I'm, I can't, I'm so excited. Yeah, and look, at the end of the day, what it is, it comes down to is creating an environment where the, where most, 
where majority of Nairobi mm-hmm. people can feel comfortable. Yeah. And you just start slowly and, and kind of work with them and help them kind of create their own culture and their own, ident- their own identity, their own space, their own kind of place where they can come and, and feel welcome, right? Feel included, right? Yeah, feel, yeah, feel like, yeah, you, you, you understand me. Mm-hmm. You know where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. I don't have to change to interact with you. Mm-hmm. You can speak my language. That's what we're creating, exactly. right? And at the same time, we will leverage the skills and talent from the... I, I, I got to find a good name for this. <laughs> for this... For this... For this... Nanchinyamaji. Um, <laughs> We can well, go with Nanchi for now. <laughs> okay. I gotta find a, we got to find a better yeah. moniker for that one. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, look, it's not you versus us or them versus... No, exactly. we just got to figure out a way that works for hu- real human beings. Yeah. Real human beings are complicated. They have needs. Mm-hmm. They have insecurities. They have... Exactly. So you just got to recognize that and be like, yo, shit, let's go and, 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 and work with people where they are. Yeah. And, you know, invite people who want to come there. Mm-hmm. And kind of over time, we will start to see something to come together. And I, I really believe that if we do it right, it's sort of us versus them type mm-hmm. of scenario, we can create a very amazing we scenario. Exactly. Um, and and I can imagine the type of solutions that come out of collaboration. Like, you, you can stop that solution yeah. if you try it. Yeah. Human yeah. beings are... Human beings are the are, best parts of, of both sides together. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 And, and human beings, I believe in the human spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, human beings are... are amazingly adaptable and uh, and the natural tendency for human beings is to include mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> but when 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 we find when we feel threatened that's when we we have an exclusive kind of thing yeah. but you know that's getting a bit philosophical but at the end of the day <laughs> the fact of the matter is this is this is this is this is about people yeah right uh, and we have to create uh, solutions that accommodate human beings right that respond to to the human condition exactly. um so that we can create the outcomes that we really want yeah so. just it's all about being as inclusive as possible when you see a gap take it upon yourself to kind of fill just that yeah word up let's finish with that <laughs> cheers <laughs>